This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 336, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the musical, the series. Not really, just Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Road trip. This is buckling. Are you got to have some hard time there? I was going to die. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh no. We're ready to go. I am in the car with two children. <laughs> and cue the music. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Okay, we're on our way to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, and I've got my son, Doug, in the back. Say hello. Yo. And I've got Evan in the front wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog hat with spindly things and everything. And uh, I'm going to put the car into a drive, and we are heading off to the movies. Yeah. All right, ready to go. Sonic the Hedgehog wearing the hat. So the question is, will the hat go into the theater? It will, Ben. It totally will. When we're getting our tickets. Yep. And popcorn. (laughs) And sitting down with the six other people in the theater. Why does this surprise you? I dressed up like a Jurassic Park character the last time we saw a Jurassic Park movie. This is a little bit different. A little bit, but uh, okay, all right. So, hey, we're gonna see Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie starring Jim Carrey, and yeah, and apparently he's uh, the reviews are saying he's really good in it. That's what's surprising me is that people are actually saying this is a pretty decent family movie, a good movie, uh, in spite of being a video game movie. Um, they're saying it's not quite as good as uh, Pikachu, Detective Pikachu but that it is still actually legitimately an okay movie. So I'm trying not to have my expectations set too high, but I'm hearing these kind of good things, and I'm thinking we might be in for a kind of fun, nice movie-going experience. Yeah, surprising me. And, of course, I was going to see this anyway uh, because of Sonic the Hedgehog, but also because of the the crazy redo on the character design. Yeah, so what's so interesting to me about that is I think this movie is probably not going to do well this weekend. I don't think it's going to like set any records or anything like that. Uh, 
I also think that a lot of the people who are complaining about the look of Sonic in that first trailer, uh, which was finalized, like that was a finalized look. You know, it wasn't like unfinished special. Oh, shoot. There's a train. A train. Um, They're not going to go see this movie. Like that's that's the one thing is that you had this outcry from the public. They're not they're not going to go see this movie. I don't know, Ben. I think a bunch of them will. I I I think that more people complained about. It. I think people will see this movie, but the people who complained, I don't think are going to see this movie. I think that they were just making a ruckus and complaining because of internet, and that's what you do. And the studio is like, well, we got to fix this now because of all this negative press. And, and thankfully they did because it was bad. Well, and that's that's okay. So the good thing is we get probably a better looking movie out of this. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is these people, I just think they're, yeah, they're, they're, they complained about it, but not because they were really intent on seeing it. And then, oh no, this is looking really bad. I'm, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now. And, and now the movie studios fixed it for me. Like that's not, they're, they're sitting at home behind their keyboard, not even thinking about Sonic right now. Well, that was me. So the, you, were, you were vocal complaining about it. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm saying like, I was the person you just described. Who's like, oh no, I don't know what I'm going to oh, do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you were the person that is the minority. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The majority, I don't think, was like that person. Um. But like I said, it turned into this weird thing. They changed the look. They re-rendered the movie. Basically, spent I don't know how many months. But this was supposed uh, to be out last. Yeah, it's supposed to be out in November. Yeah, yeah. So they fixed it, quote unquote. You know, they changed it, they re-rendered it, and it does look better, much, much better, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see if it was worth the money for them to do it. That's the big question: is did it make business sense? And we won't know that until after this weekend. So when this podcast episode is released, the answer will be known. But right now, um, which we're seeing at Thursday night, opening night, of course, because it's Sonic the Hedgehog. We're, we're going to see it opening night. Oh, yeah. And wear a hat. <laughs> and wear a hat. That's right. So, Ben, what's your experience with this character? Uh, video game, mostly. I've been aware of the comic book and that how there's hundreds of issues of the comic book published by Archie and a deep, deep lore I guess. Yep. And now it's IDW publishing. Okay. Uh, but it's continuation of that original, right? Correct. Yeah. And so actually, you know what? I think they rebooted. Oh. So that's not a continuation. But the uh, that deep lore, I've been curious, but not curious enough to actually look into it. But I, I've been impressed. You know, that here you have this comic book that's, I think, in some ways, like the you know the Star Wars comic book back in the day. You know, it's just that kind of extra thing that just keeps you going and keeps reminding you that there's a Sonic there. But for me, the video game is Sonic and Sonic 2. Uh, Sonic 3 somewhat, but basically it begins and ends there for me. What about you? Well, Sonic was one of my very first pop culture characters. Uh, It might have been, he might have been the first, uh, besides the Power Rangers maybe. But, uh, like... Like one of your first characters that you just latched onto, or 
that you became aware of? Like, what do you mean? Both. Okay. Yeah. So, because my grandma had the Sega Genesis, and my cousin played uh, Sonic and Sonic Two all the time, and I was playing. I've been playing it since I was five, uh, and when I was little, I could never get past the second level. But uh, uh, now that I'm, you know, 29, I still haven't beat any of them. <laughs> you mean you haven't beat the whole game? Right. Correct. Yes. It's. I haven't either, but what was my saving grace was for PlayStation, um, they had it where you could, I think there were save points where you could save your your spot mm. and just continue from there. Or maybe not. I just remember any of those Sega Genesis games, if you wanted to do anything, you had to keep going forever. Forever. And then you would you know, play for two hours and still die and you still didn't finish it. But there was still, there was satisfaction there. Because you got further than you got the last time. Yes, and it's very hard because it's not enough to beat the game and the final boss. To get the ending, you have to beat the game and the final boss and get all seven Chaos Emeralds in the bonus stages, which is ridiculous, with no save feature. Yeah, that's it. Just it drove me nuts, but it was fun. We kept playing it, uh, and it was on Sega Genesis that I started playing it. And then when I finally bought my PlayStation Two, like fifteen years after PlayStation Two was a thing. Um, I was able to get cheap the Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sega. Um, I don't know, had Sonic the Hedgehog and a bunch of other games. Yep, I had that one too. So I watched both the Saturday morning cartoon shows, Sonic Adventures, or Son- Sonic the Hedgehog Adventures, which is basically Sonic the Hedgehog if he was a Looney Tune. And he's like, he's dressing up as people and dropping anvils on people and, and stuff like that. And then there was the Saturday morning. Uh, cartoon show Sonic the Hedgehog which is the deep lore one with a really dark backstory and that's what the comic book is based off of and uh, I read the comic books and I love the comic books and the the like you say the, the deep lore is is really good um, but yeah for me Sonic is I, I love those first games and then I mentioned recently I had got Sonic Mania which is a modern day Sonic game for the Genesis that they made so it's it's so it was it's it looks like old school but with new school graphics, like a 2D no, scroller kind of thing. It's with old school graphics too, but just really, like, way more complex old 2D graphics. So it's really cool, and it's it's one of the best purchases I've made in the video game department uh, in the past decade, probably. All right, so Dougie, uh, tell us what do you know about Sonic? What what is what do you know Sonic from? Uh, the game, and I watched like one or two episodes of it. Sonic X on Netflix? I have no idea. Okay. I, I have no idea either. I don't remember watching them with you, but... Okay, yeah. I've seen Sonic X. Eh. See, so what happened was, after the Sega Genesis games, they went on to the DreamWorks, and they did Sonic Adventure... Dreamcaster. That's right, the Dreamcast, yes. Dreamcast. Yes. Yeah. And not the DreamWorks, Dreamcast. And they uh, they did Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2. I played Sonic Adventure 2 for the GameCube. But in those, they revamped Sonic's look, and they gave him a whole new cast of characters, uh, in addition to Tails and Knuckles. And they give, gave him Shadow the Hedgehog, which is like the evil version. Yeah, I always thought that that was a cool look to that character. I never played any games with him, but... I was aware of him, and I thought it was a cool look. He is the only additional character that I don't mind. 
the, the rest, I'm like, ah, it's just not as good. Because what happened was the TV show and the comic books introduced some characters that I loved that were really cool. And then in the video games, they just ignored those and made up these other characters, which I think are far less great. Yeah, but that's probably the case where you have two different companies doing two different things, you know, and I I can see that. I I just know that there's a lot of people who really like the deep dive with the comics and the I guess the the show. I don't know about that. It's the comics that I'm aware of that people are like, wow, this is. I don't know if they would say it's sophisticated, but it's definitely deep. With a, a long term storyline, I mean, a couple hundred issues, I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, and they it does get dark, and they they go they deep dive deep into the characters' backstory and stuff, and and yeah, the the theme and aesthetic and the characters of the comic are based off of the cartoon show. Uh, like they, they just carried it over, but then the comics evolved into their own thing because the show was only two seasons. Um, but yeah, the new Sonic stuff, I'm not crazy about it. Um, but then, like I said, with this new Sonic Mania, which is their newest game, they've just gone back to basics and it's wonderful. It's so good. Well, okay, so here's we got this movie then, and it's a video game movie. You know, and I, based on what I'm seeing, I'm guessing it's probably not going to go too deep into like this lore that's been laid down by the, you know, different media. Um, I'm assuming that is probably going to be the kind of thing if you played Sonic the Hedgehog 2, you're going to be fine because there's Sonic, there's Robotnik, and Sonic is in our world. Like that's, that's all that I know about this thing. Uh, I'm really curious, just the, the challenge in bringing a video game movie to life is sometimes to create all that backstory because the video games don't give you that. The video games that I played anyway um, gave me just enough to know what I need to know about what I'm doing in the game. You know, you're, you are destroying enemies so that little cute animals can pop out because apparently they were enslaved or something like that. Yes, they, they've been roboticized. Right, right. And, and then you have to, at the end of every run that you do, um, you fight Dr. Robotnik in another weird little mechanical thing that he has, you know, and, and that's it. That's the game, you know, in, in a nutshell. And so then you have, uh, you have to get the chaos emeralds, right? Because they're there. Well, no, that's actually in the manual. That's what, uh, Which I never actually read the manual, but that's what Robotnik's doing. If he gets all seven, he can control the world or whatever. So Sonic's trying to get him first. Well, I like those levels where you're trying to get those emeralds. They're fun uh, because it's changing the style of the game. I always like it when you have a game that you have one way that you play and then here's another area where it's a little bit different but basically the same. You know, and this, I I, I like it. I I like the game. It's a fun game. I'm just really curious, like, okay, so how are they going to movieize it? You know, how are they going to translate it to the screen and adapt it to the screen? And also... Are they going to let us care? Are they going to make us care? Like, what's what's the deal? Because how many movies have we seen where it's just been a stinker? Where it's just, okay, here's this game, and now it's uh, it's got ridiculous story to it because the game doesn't, it's not, a, it's not a story. The game is just a thing to do, a challenge, and a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Will this be a good movie? Yeah, and I'm, that was one of the major things that made me groan when I first heard about Sonic, the movie, was that they were setting it in our world. 
which that's what they do in the new games. In the old classic games, he's on another planet in the in the show in the comic it's called Mobius and Robotnik is the only human <laughs> for some reason he's the only human there and so that like when they when they're going into this new world like or when they're going into our world it like I was like oh it's the Smurfs movie you know <laughs> it but it makes sense I mean that's that's the thing is you have to make it something somehow translate to general audiences. You could have made it animated, a whole animated new world, you know? You you could, but I really, again, I don't think it would, it's not going to be as big as this is going to be or as big as they want this to be anyway. Um, I, I really, yeah, they could animate it and just make it so that it takes place in that other world, but I really think they'd be fighting a, an uphill battle and I don't think that the, like Ratchet and Clank, that, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think, you look at the um, the history of those kind of things. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it'd be the right choice. What I want is a into the Spider Verse style movie of Sonic. That's what I want. Well, instead, we're getting what might be a Mario Brothers movie like that. Oh no! <laughs> See, that's the one you invoke, and that movie. They were. They tried so hard. Hey, let's let's bring it into live action. Let's create a backstory. Um, let's bring it into our world. But then that's the way that they give you an in as an audience. Is it's, we're starting in our world, and then we're gonna go into that other one, and and it just was not good. For me, <clears throat> Sonic's narrative outings in other media, they're not hard to beat. The one to beat for me is the OVA, uh, known in. North America is Sonic the Hedgehog the movie released in 1996. I don't think it's going to beat that for me, but I don't think it's going to be hard to beat the other stuff. All right. Now, luckily, we also have the intended audience for this movie is you as an adult who has a great nostalgia for this stuff and Dougie in the back, a 10-year-old who, a 9-year-old who, uh, likes it kind of, but just has been excited to see it because it looks fun in the, from the trailers he's seen. So Doug, tell us what does this movie have to do for you to be happy about it and to like it and think it's good for it to be good. That, that's what it has to do. What, what do you mean though? When you say we want it to be good, what is it? What does that mean? Comedy. Okay. All right. Comedy. That's, I think you're going to be happy then. <laughs> Judging from the trailer, that's definitely what they're going for. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm not super excited, but I'm also not disappointed. Like last week when we decided not to go see a movie, I was a little bit relieved because I was not interested in going to see that movie. And I was going to go see it because you were going to go see it and we were going to do a thing with it. But then when, when you're like, hey, I don't think it's going to work. I don't really want to. And I'm like, I'm not disappointed. And you're like apologizing. And I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm, I'm really not that excited about this movie at all. And it's like me in Westerns. No, no, it's not like that at all. This is one movie in a genre of movies that I love. So we're talking about Birds of Prey or they've changed the title now to more, more accurately reflect what the movie is where it was before a Birds of Prey movie where it said Birds of Prey 
and something else. Now it is just playing Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. That's what it should have been all along. Yeah, because of marketing. But it started out as a Birds of Prey movie, and then they put Harley Quinn in it, and suddenly it's not a Birds of Prey movie anymore. Yeah. So the big question, another one of the big questions is, will the Sonic actor be able to top Jaleel White's performance as the character? Uh, Steve Urkel himself yes. used to play. Uh, I forgot about that. Way past cool, and yeah, that was the he was the voice for all the uh, the cartoon shows. Man, yeah, well, and we have just actually started watching some Family Matters at home. Uh, my kids have been enjoying the TGI Friday, uh, I guess lineup. I don't know. Oh my goodness, there's like five cars here. Okay, maybe a little more than that. Yeah, there's not very many people here. It's because this is a cold front coming in and also because this is Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. <laughs> and I'm going to wear the hat in the theater the hat. and stand next to Ben so they know the that whole time I'm with him. The whole movie? No. <laughs> Just till we get in our... I had to take it off in here because it's, it's warm. It's like a snow hat. Okay, so we're going to go in and see it. Dougie, you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just... I, I just want there to be a decent story, make me laugh a couple times, and make my son laugh. That's what I want, okay? And uh, I want my – for this to be successful for me, my son has to like this movie. That's where the success is going to come for me. And I don't think it's going to live up to Detective Pikachu, though, because that legitimately surprised me how good it was. All right. Let's do it. Let's go inside. Turn the van off – or the car off. We are in the car today because my wife has the van. Okay, turn it off. We'll play a sounder and we'll be back having seen Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, we're back. We're in the car getting ready to leave the parking lot. I don't think we're going to do like parking lot discussion. I think we should just get going, but uh, we will do a little bit of spoiler free. Okay. And my spoiler-free review is to say they did a pretty good job with this movie. Yeah. Can, they put all the little pieces in there. Sonic, rings, Robotnik, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not bad. No. Uh, and pretty good family-friendly fare. Yeah. So, uh, Evan, spoiler-free? Yeah, uh, I liked it. And... Uh... I, I was just thinking to myself, like, this is, it invokes the kind of feeling from the family films from, like, the 90s, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd agree. I'd, I'd agree with that. Where it's like, sometimes it's like, oh, here's the cheese. Oh, just just lean into it. Just let it hit you in the face. Here it is. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking to myself, man, if this came out in the 90s, it would have been a smash hit. You uh, Potentially, yeah, yeah. It would have been interesting because of the effects, like yeah, what they could do with the effects. Because I was, as I was watching it, um, I was thinking, like, this is part uh, Detective Pikachu with the character and just the way he's all, you know, wisecracking and stuff. Um, and part E.T. with the, you know, stranger in a strange land making friends with a human and getting chased by the government. And... I was just wondering, like, okay, if they were to do this in the 90s, how would they have done the effects? You know, and it would have been probably practical creature. Yeah, puppet. 
and then some like blur animation that when he's when he's going fast and stuff. But hey, Dougie, before we start talking about like things in the movie to give away the like details of the movie, can you just say, did you think it was comedy? Did it have funniness to it? Did you like it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he liked it. Yeah, yeah. So we're not playing any kind of spoiler warning. Uh, this is your spoiler warning. And so we're going to start talking about with spoilers. But um, overall, I, I'm, I didn't give it stars, but I'd say maybe 3.5. I gave it 3.5. All right. There we have it. Uh, so now we're going to be able to spoil. So if you haven't seen this movie yet, um, if you're not planning to, then go ahead and listen because this might convince you to do it. If not for those moments where it's like, oh, the cheese, I would have given it a four stars. I really enjoyed it a lot. And the cheese didn't bother me, but <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, because, you know, it's not the most sophisticated movie in the world, you know, but uh, it's, it had, it, it, if I had a bucket list of Sonic the Hedgehog movie things needed to happen, uh, rings, uh, they, they brought that in. They did the whole ring uh, warp zone, warp zone, going to the different uh, levels or whatever, different worlds, um, and final battle. It's Robotnik in a ship getting bounced on by Sonic. I mean, this is they. I, as soon as that happened, I was just, oh, this is this is good. This is good. They did not Super Mario Brothers this thing. No, no, and that, I, I was thinking about that when he started jumping on the ship. I'm like, this is how you would do it. Like, this is how, you know, obviously in the in the games it's not quite like this, but it, it's it's a great representation for being in our world. Well, yeah, I mean, you talk about MCUing, okay, you know, and taking things from the Marvel comics and translating them so they work in a semi-realistic world. That's what they did here. I mean, Robotnik pulls up in his big giant vehicle, sends a tank after after Sonic, and every time he he stops it, it it keeps going, you know. And I, it, it wasn't like watching a video game, but it was definitely live action three D versions of what this video game could be. And yeah, it, and I liked the the friend stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh- the actor who played Sonic, I can't remember his name, but he was great. Uh, his delivery and everything, and James Marsden was good, too. I like James Marsden. You know, I mean, g- guy gets a bum rap because of some other pop culture stuff he was a part of, and then not a part of because he was <laughs> a part of something else. You know. So. Yes, I, I really enjoyed Jim Carrey a lot. Like he, he was doing some of his shtick. But he was he was true to form being the villain, you know, like it was he was believable as a bad guy. And that was probably the most 90s of the vibe for me was <laughs> him dancing around only a couple pelvic thrusts, you know, but he was. But they were there. They were definitely there. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's just the one dance sequence in the middle there that had no purpose other than, hey, Jim Carrey, we've got you. Can you do some Jim Carrey? For us, and Jim Carrey's like, well, I am Jim Carrey, so why not? But I have missed this Jim Carrey, and I wish we saw more of him. But he's, for the most part, gone. This was a fun Jim Carrey, for sure, for sure. And the ending where he's uh, in the Mushroom Planet, where he's full Doctor Robotnik. It worked. It 
you know, talking about MCUing this guy and making him, you know, give a, a real world reason why he ends up looking like he does. Of course, he doesn't have the like full belly. Like, I wonder if, uh, if there is a sequel, if he'll totally, you know, just be giant fat guy because he was eating so many mushrooms. Well, they've redesigned the character in since like 2000. He's had like a pot belly, but the rest of it has been skinny. So Jim Carrey could easily pull that off. He's always had skinny arms and legs. Like the way I remember him is just kind of, he's round, skinny arms, skinny legs. Yeah, he's like a beach ball with a head and arms and legs. Or, or an egg. Yeah. And they, they bring in the egg man, you know. So like this is, they did a very good job. I enjoyed myself. Uh, Doug, what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, the ending with Tails. And why was that be? Tails is my favorite character. Yeah, so when they come in with the uh, second post-credit, there's basically two kind of post-credit-y kind of things. And the second one, as soon as you could see who was showing up, I was like, is this going to be Tails? Is this going to be Shadow Guy? Is this going to be Ninja Hedgehogs from the beginning of the movie? Is it going to be Robotnik? Or is it going to be Tails? And I just started laughing and smiling because it was Doug's favorite character. Yes. Whether or not there's a Sonic 2, we got to see Tails. And he was great. And the voice actor for him was spot on perfect. And But my favorite part of the movie was the very beginning where we got to see his the island that he's born on. And you're talking about those ninja hedgehogs. Those are from the Echidna tribe. And it's Knuckles' people. And for some reason, they're after Sonic. So that's really neat. And I think they we didn't see any uh, Chaos Emeralds in this. And, and we didn't see Super Sonic either. So I bet you if, if we are going to get a sequel, we'll see him then. Be, Super Son- uh, Dougie asked who Super Sonic is. Super Sonic is when you get all seven Chaos Emeralds, he transforms into a golden yellow Sonic that can fly really fast. And he's invincible in the game. And... The Knuckles people, the Echidnas, are the keepers of the, the Master Emerald, so I'm sure that that'll play into. But anyway, I, was, I thought that was so cool. In fact, I said, that is so cool, out loud, a couple of times while that scene was happening. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Uh, I, I, that was really cool, too. I mean, they realized his world and then brought, us, brought him into ours. And I think, that's, I think that's the right way to do it, though. I, I think if you're, if you're taking this kind of fantasy element um you know first of all budget wise this would be a lot easier to do i I read something about the budget and there i wasn't uh, able to find exactly how much they spent on redoing the sonic character but this the budget of the movie before they redid it i think was 90 to 95 million and then the redo could have been um as little as five million dollars so i don't know yeah, because I'm sure that they just put the new model into the animation that was already done and then tweak it so it's it meshes perfectly. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, the movie was basically done. Right, yeah. Yeah. So it, it, that that's the one thing that makes this kind of a really interesting footnote at, at, in, in movie history, you know, is just this is something that public outcry <laughs> uh, caused them to, to change it. I don't know, the old character design with this voice and everything, it might not have been bad if it hadn't been called Sonic. Yeah, like, 
I'm would gl- anyone care yeah. if it wasn't? I'm glad they made him cuter because I, I don't know if he changed his performance at all. I doubt it, but I thought it fit better with his uh, the innocence that the character because he's a lot more innocent in this, a lot more uh, naive. Because in the game, I think officially he's a 15, and he seemed more like 12 in this. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Um, I don't know what else to to talk about. I mean, they, we had chili dogs. Uh, they weren't his favorite food, but he ate them and farted. And we had uh, him waiting uh, and, and doing the foot tap and also doing the uh, the paddle ball while he was waiting. Like when you put the controller down and walk away and don't do anything for a while. And his character goes into the, the wait mode. And have you never done that? I've never seen that. I've always seen him. He taps his foot and then he lays down and waits for you. I've never seen him do the paddle ball. I maybe I'm got that mixed up with uh, Seven Up Spot or something. But well, maybe. Well, I usually play Sonic Two, so I don't know if that's in Sonic One or not. I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that's that's from a game. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Might have been another another Sega Genesis game, you know, like Boogerman or or Seven Up Spot. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, Seven Up Spot game far better than it deserved to be. That was a legit fun game. Oh, did you ever play the Pac-Man adventure game where it's Pac-Man walking through his town? Yes. Yes. Uh, one and two. And oh, three. No, wow. no. Not one. Just just two and three. That game, when I was a kid, I could not beat that game at all. Because Pac-Man is walking and you don't control him, but you shoot stuff around him to affect the world and get him uh, to move, you know? Not the game that I played. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. So he's walking through his town, and you have you got a slingshot, and you're shooting stuff, and like. But if you do it wrong, he like horrible things happen to Pac-Man. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was Pac-Man World One, and that's the reason that uh, we didn't play it is because it was not good enough to be put in the collection that we had. Because we had yeah, it was Pac-Man uh, Racer and Pac-Man World Two and Three. Which were also fairly decent games, but Seven Up Spot, great Sega Genesis game. Uh, uh, Boogerman, great, great game. Uh, Earthworm Jim, another, another great one. Uh, but they all kind of feel the same. They all kind of go along with that that Sonic vibe. The other thing was uh, Robotnik's glove. Um, that was kind of fun because there was a little bit of a, to, to me anyway, I could kind of see the Sega Genesis controller. I did not notice that because uh, he had the curved row of buttons and then there was a d-pad on there huh, nice i uh we heard the ring sound effect when sonic picks up a ring one time and they they play the uh, uh this is what i like they had the town they were in is green hill and of course the first level of all the sonic games is green hill zone and uh then uh oh they, they, they played the theme song for the like a cool like mellow version of the theme song at the end I, yeah, I wanted a little bit more music cues, but I did also like that when he falls off the building and the bag gets like broken open and the he falls, he lands and all the rings fall around him <laughs> and then he scrambles to get as many as he can before they disappear. Cause that's what you do. Yes, it was good. It was really good. I mean, they had they gave you all the stuff you would want that nods to the Sonic game. I mean, it's not the full-on epic adventure of the Archie comics, but this is a great adaption. It's like if they would have done Super Mario Brothers but done it right, this is the type of movie you would have gotten, I think. Yeah, potentially. So um, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I think that 
really, we might be done talking about this movie, but <laughs> yep. I mean, really liked it. We, not a lot to talk. I mean, we could talk about like spiritual values in this movie because there are some. I mean, there's a value of friendship. There's a value of not being selfish. There's the value of putting others first. You know, I mean, there's it, the value of not divorcing your wife. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, not really an option that they were going to take, you know, but um, they were girded against that for sure uh, in spite of the, the sister who really, uh, there's a little bit of disrespect for the, the mom there, you know, as far as, uh, you know, not uh, honoring her as the, the head of the household and as the mother, um, as it's the it's the sister of the of his wife, but... Um, they, she has a child, and that child is just ignoring her and not untying her. Uh, but, um, Those army generals took the, all of this extremely well. Like the, the brass. I did wonder, like, how are they going to get out of this where literally he's pla- plastered all over the news as a terrorist, and they're planning to execute him for treason, uh, and then they just kind of let it go and, and don't say anything, and no one in hometown even cares. Uh, <laughs> well, he'd never do that. He can't even bait a hook during fishing season. <laughs> Doug, do you have something to say? It was better than the Green Lantern movie. High praise. High praise indeed. Which, Doug never saw it, oh. so. <laughs> I just saw, I just saw the uh, Teen Titans go to the movies and Robin always wanted his his own movie and Superman said yeah I got a lot of my I have a ton of my movies Wonder Woman said it took a while but I got my movie and Green Lantern said I got my movie we don't really talk about it yes no we do not really talk about it uh, okay well we're almost here and I'm vamping um, let's, let's uh, give our final word I, do, do you recommend it yeah yeah I, I recommend this it's a, it's a solid family movie it is not, I mean, it looks exactly like the movie you're going to get. And that's that's actually a pretty good praise for it because, uh, you know, a lot of times trailers are like, here's the best parts of the movie, and sometimes it looks a lot better than you're going to get. This one, it is exactly what they advertise, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep, I agree. And, yeah, I'd recommend it if, if you like Sonic, if you like game or like Sega games, retro stuff, and if you like, uh, you just want a good family movie to go take your kids to. Yeah, yeah. So that's it then. Uh, that's our final words. I want to just say thanks for listening, and uh, I guess I should just say Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jay Samuel. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is one 
804-378-3781. And once again, thanks for listening. Why does this surprise you? I dressed up like a Jurassic Park character the last time we saw a Jurassic Park movie.